Contestant club, yeah you know that's us Where we only speak the real and the real rock with us Where we motivate the people and politic on success Oh no we ain't DJ Kelly, but they swear we the best Season three, episode seven. Man, big shout out to Army and Bobby D presents. Won't be able to do this without y'all. So I appreciate you, brothers. Man, it's your host, DJ Wine Dollars. Like I want some money, you know, aka Zylo. Ladies and gentlemen, I got one of them very, very special guests. You know what I'm talking about? Very multi-talented. I mean, it's DNA, gifted from the DNA. I mean, it's growing up R&B if you want. I mean, I'm talking about, I got someone that has just from My Bay remix, how he changed up the scene, got from Foot Locker look, and you know, that that 40 million streams look good. To, you know, he got new songs out right now that just blow your mind when you listen to them. I'm talking about, I got LJ in the building. What's happening, brother? What's going on, brother? Thank you for having me, man. Man, it's an honor, man, and a pleasure. Shit, I can't complain. How about yourself? Man, blessed, man, alive and healthy. So, like you said, I really can't complain. <laughs> there you go, there you go. So, man, what you been getting into? You know, while you been on the break? Definitely, man. Uh, honestly, just going back and forth with my agent on just upcoming projects with, uh, you know, since we can't go to auditions, all the auditions are at home. So, you know, my daily routine is uh, waking up every day, meditating, uh, then getting into, you know, just working out the house. I'll send some auditions, then I go straight into the studio. So I've actually been in the studio for the past really like strong four months, working on my EP project called uh, Playgrounds. Uh, and, uh, we're actually going to be releasing that um, uh, next month in June. exclusive yeah it's definitely next level so what i wanted to do was like you know everybody hasn't really seen me put out a lot of music it's just been like you know my bay my bay and my old project got held back from last year and stuff like that so i got with my team and and producers and it was just like man let's just make something you know that's that's organic that's me and that you know like all ages and different nationalities can really rock to that's just really my whole focus this project was to create a vibe so is it an example of a uh, uh, waste no time because i mean waste no time is dope yeah yeah you you, you like that you like wow. that one? Oh yeah 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 shout out to smash on the track man t language uh big greg uh cody everybody from our manifest music man it's uh it's dope man y'all that one is definitely i would say uh, uh eye opener for what's to come that's the best way for me to put it so when this when it does come you guys don't be too surprised but uh we're actually gonna be dropping the music video for that um in a week shout out to my guy money chris and conrad the music video man it's definitely a movie man it's definitely gonna be a movie man you know it's crazy because you know the standard of videos are no longer just like you know it's just a video it has to be that next level of of a movie right. of a of a uh, just something that you know catches your attention every 15 seconds and exactly because you know you know how us as humans and our attention span is is very short so it's true we need something that's 
that's going to keep our eyes locked in on us. So that's really what I've been focusing on and just really just trying to create just good quality. And I like to make like all my songs and, and, and uh, records now and music videos to make it feel like cinematic, like a movie. So on that, you know, three to five minute time span, you guys are really definitely locked in. You know what I'm saying? Man, shout out to my folks, Decades. He told me a long time ago, he was like, whenever you watch a movie, you watch a movie trailer. The movie trailer has to enhance you enough to go watch the movie. So whenever you watch a music video, you got to give a promo in a trailer that's on the same level that movie trailer so you can have results like the movie. And so, you know, that resonated. And, you know, as we're talking about it, it came in my mind right now, like, boom, that was that moment. Exactly, man. You get it, man. That's that's what that's really the key right there, man. And um, like I said, just really been behind the scenes, just working on my craft, my sound. And like I said, of course, for what's going on out there and what's on the radio and what's charting and stuff right now. But just really, like I said, for people to really see the next level of me and uh, just, just see what I'm rocking with. And you know, it's beautiful because it's, and I use that word because when everything that's grass rooted and comes from the dirt and becomes something big and blemish into something nice, that stuff is beautiful. We talking about whether it's, it's a, a fruit, whether it's a flower, whether it's a building, you know, whether it's someone's career. And so, and so I feel real honored that I, I'm catching you before the fire hits the, uh, hits the wind and it spreads everywhere. Yeah, yeah, man. I, and like I said, thank you even for the opportunity and for, for hitting me up. I really appreciate that. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. That's all love. So, man, I got this quote. I know I stalled a little bit on the quote, but it was so organic right now that I couldn't even hold myself. So, right, right, right. Got you, got you. So, I got this quote. Let me know how it relates to you. And if it doesn't relate to you, it's all good. I still want to know. Right. Thank you hurt my feelings. <laughs> all right. Got you, got you. If nobody will help you, do it alone. There's no I in team, but there is one in win. Michael Jordan. Mm. Man, that is, uh, I like that quote. I like that quote. It definitely resonates with me. Um, honestly, it applies to me. I, I know I can't speak for everybody, but specifically to me, why it applies is like I said, like when it comes to interviews or magazines, those is like really the only places like as far as my background when it comes to my dad or what's kind of talked about. But when it comes to like I'm at my shows or tours and me just doing my thing, I let people grow with me from from that sense. So if you if you if you fall in love with Eldridge, it's because you fall in love with Eldridge. You know what I'm saying? So from from that standpoint, I feel like, you know, no one has helped me to a certain extent. You know, um, there's been definitely uh, jewels along the way on the journey that you kind of bring together. But just kind of overall, when it comes to, like I said, you said you want to be an artist, you want to do this, prove it. You got to put the work in. I had to learn so many different things that, you know, my dad didn't help me with. You know, even even the knowledge, or even on the artist side, the business side, it's like I really came into this jungle, having to figure out things one way or another. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really, I really feel what what Michael is saying. Yeah, like you know, people don't don't believe in you. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you got to make it happen. 
you know, you brought up some very key points because a lot of people don't understand that being in a legacy, like going back to fraternity times and being online, I ain't gonna talk too much about it because I didn't cross over, but still like being a legacy, that alone, you know, it doesn't come as people perceive it to be. It just means, you know, relationships are there and they can be mingled and, and you know, you can get somewhere, but it's up to you to do the rest. It's, you gotta finish that dunk. All it is is an alley-oop. If you miss that dunk, the shot's over, the game's over. And you know, that's that's so vital that you brought it up that way. And you know, I didn't want to go into too much yet of, of you know who your dad is and the influence he's done on the RB culture and just right. you know the the imprint, but also I wanted to make sure I focused on you and, and the imprint that you are leaving now because you are carrying his legacy now. Right, right, right. And 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 before we go into who your dad is and, and everything like that for the listeners that don't know. You know, I do want to ask this question. The listeners know it's coming. I'm talking about music. Did the game choose you or did you choose the game? I chose the game when I was ready. Um, I started as a kid in it, um, not from the music side. I was more on the acting and modeling as a kid. Um, I still recorded, you know, with my dad in studio as, as a young kid, but I didn't really say like, okay, I want to be an artist right now. You know, middle school, high school, I would act on the side in the summertime, but uh, my main love was uh, was basketball in school. That was like my thing. And then um, I got injured in my first year in college. And, you know, that's when, you know, trying to figure out things. And that's when I started gravitating towards the music because I was trying to get something to express what I was going through inside. When you really commit to something and things need to get taken or, you know, just not understanding things. and little by little that brought that music into me to where you know I couldn't live without it you know what I'm saying I felt like it was really a part of me and I felt like God was shifting and shaping and molding me putting me through different things to say this is what you're gonna be doing you don't see it now but it's coming yes sir and you know during that that's manifesting the manifestation that's prayer that's that's right. a whole lot more than just you know an injury happening were you a one or a two i was a two Lefty. okay so you surround the wing you was ready to yeah, uh, yeah. move yep that was me i locked you up on the no matter who you were lock you up when get past the free throw line <laughs> i feel it i feel it Man, and then, you know, it's just crazy how the world works, how the universe works, how, how God molds things so that, you know, as much as you're trying to stretch and force this to happen for you, you know, right. the world was saying, nope, I got something else for you. I got this gift that you got that you know is there, but you know, you haven't channeled it that well. You haven't got it out. You haven't pushed it to, to society so that they can appreciate the same way that he's appreciating the gift inside of you. Right. And as deep as I just went, bruh, you know, it's just to put the whole thing is that, you know, you got a right, right move, you got a left move, you keep going forward, you go backwards. And we can force the left move, but you know, it's always going to be what's right is going to happen or or life just goes backwards. Amen. That's real. That's real. So as I said, all of that, and we jogged through a whole bunch of emotions, you know, what was the uh, confirmation moment for you, bro? Like, you know, what was the first time that, that, they called you and, you know, they wanted you for your work, you know, and it was just, if you wanted to go acting, modeling, I mean, bro, you're so gifted. I didn't even want to put all those damn titles in there just because. <laughs> right, right, right. 
Okay, I will say, well, I mean, I got my first little break, damn, my first little break um, was actually uh, on the Miley Cyrus show, the Hannah Montana, that was my first little, little, little role that I had, but I'll say, my first commercial that I got, that got me viral, but the one that everybody like kind of knows me off or that seen me on was uh, the Ray Shrimmer Swang uh, music video I played. Well, I was one of the models, so I got picked up and I was doing a runway modeling show uh, for Nike. And one of the people who were there that saw me was like, yo, you'll be a good look for it. You should submit. I submit. They called me in twice and then I got booked for it. And then from there, man, it just, you know, just started leading to more bookings and and I got a book for a pilot, and you know how this goes, man. Down, it's, it's just a spiral effect. It goes downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I talked about Jordan earlier in his quote because it resonates so much with what you've done. Because you know, if, if people, as we're gonna get through the end of this show, people will definitely know the history of, of you know you and, and right. why it's so important that 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 one person had created so much of a big W in your life. And I'm talking about you creating that W for your life, and right. you know, and it's taking that chip on your shoulder and making a you know championship out of it. Exactly. So, what were some of the highs and lows during that? I mean, the highest is when, like I said, there uh, when I was getting booked left and right, and uh, it led to one director to another. The lowest I would say is just all those times, even when I had a car, didn't have a car, had to bus it or train it, and go to hundreds and hundreds of auditions and get into those places of not booking it. Because people don't understand it's like there's hundreds and thousands of people going for the same exact audition you're going for. People just think that it's just some magical thing that kind of happens overnight. I've gotten a lot of no's before I got my first year. You know what I'm saying? I'm still getting no's right now. But like I said, it's a numbers game. It's not going to stop me. A lot of people don't understand that principle of, you know, I can go through a thousand no's with that one yes will ripple effect and turns that to my ratio is way better. You just gotta stay persistent and consistent. Yeah, and that's that's really honestly um, and I would say after I got that commercial, that's when I got booked with um to do a role with the uh, uh, and um what's his name uh, Romeo. Shout out to Josh Weber, the director for Never Heard Heard. But I was in a few scenes for that. Then he hit me and he saw my account on Instagram. He's all like. Okay, what do you do, or, or who are you with? Cause something's. I'm trying to add all this up. I said, "What do you mean?" He was like, "I'm just saying." He was like, "You got somebody in your family?" I was like, "Oh, well, my dad was um back in the '90s or whatever like that." He was just all like, "I know who exactly who you're talking about." He was all like, "Send me your music." I sent it to him, and he ended up uh, they ended up picking uh one of my pop singles for the soundtrack for the movie, which was dope. It was special. So that was uh experience man and then they invited me to the red carpet and they had the official one out here in LA uh and, you know being able to talk on the red carpet and talk to Hollywood a lot and being really be able to mingle with these other actors that were uh on set and you know getting words of wisdom from Romeo and David Banner just uh very very humble individuals you know 
Yes, sir. Absolutely. And I can imagine you just weren't a fly on the wall. You were a sponge soaking game, just ready to digest and put it back out as soon as the opportunity came. That was it, man. That was it. Just playing my part and just being grateful, man, and just soaking it all up. So I'm like, this is just, it's just the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So I just got to stay ready and uh, keep doing what I can do. You know, I would say it's not fair to put you in a category or a genre because, you know, you have that, you do have a pop flair. And for those that don't know, pop stands for popular music. And, and you have that pop flair, but you also have that R&B feel that's, that's so eclectic to the soul. And then you got all these other elements that go into the jumbo pot. I mean, the gumbo pot that you got whipping. And right. so... Right. You know, what made you feel so comfortable in, in where your foundation is? And the second part of the question is, is I want to know more about growing up R&B and how that influenced you and your sound today. Mm. Mm, definitely. Shoot. I definitely, as far as R&B growing up in the house, um, it was either like always Boys uh, to Men, uh, 112, Brian McKnight and Michael Jackson. I think that was definitely the rotation, like nonstop <laughs> in the house. No matter no matter what time it was, and if it wasn't that, you know, I really only time I heard my dad's music was when it was about when he just wrapped up his album. He'll have times where he'll like be gone for like a week or two. He'll literally be in the studio the whole time and he'll have an album done type of thing and uh, then I'll hear the new album in the house you know I'll get sick of it because you know you hear it a thousand times but the world hasn't heard it yet so then they finally hear it and then it you know kind of turns into something else but definitely that and uh Tevin Campbell too um he um at a, at a young age for me um like I said just, definitely just with the soul and then you know seeing my dad perform and and Michael Jackson performed, that just really just kind of sealed it up for me um, as a as vocalist and as an entertainer. Really just trying to connect with the crowd and just entertain the crowd. That's just one thing I love doing, man, just entertaining the crowd. And you know, you brought up some goats of entertainment that, that you were surrounded by. I mean, we're talking about Grammy winners, we're talking about most sold out shows on a right. tour. We're talking about fastest sold out tours in the world. And these are your influences that not only like, they in the house, they came by. They knew right. who you were. Right. It was like, how is Lil Brett doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man, exactly. And you know, that value and you know, the, the irony of all this, and I shouldn't say it's irony because it's all destiny, but you know, it's, it's your music translates. Right. Because right. you're able to entertain on that level that you saw. You were able to not only implicate it into what you're doing, but you're able to put it back out the same way how you soaked the sponge in the rooms earlier. Exactly, man. Exactly. I'll never forget it was um it was like early yeah, beginning of last year, I was at this Beverly Hills uh party. It was to basically celebrate uh Telly Riley, Telly Riley's uh birthday like celebration, just for everything he's done and stuff. So to the room and then uh my old manager introduced me to him he's like oh this is uh I just leaving for Rome and then he looked at him it was just all like yeah it's like that's his son and he was just all like everybody just kind of stopped and shifted in the room it was just all like he's all like 
nephew. He's like, come here, man. Then he took me upstairs with Major and everybody in the room was switched up because like, you know how you know people don't know you. They try, you know, act funny in the room and stuff like that. I don't trip off none of that. And then as soon as he saw me, everybody wanna switch up real fast. I'm just like, oh, okay, I see, I see how it is. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to duck and dodge on the way back. Yeah, that's all it was, man. Everybody want to be in your face then. It's just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, no, trust me. I understand shit. It's going to keep on going like that from here on out. Is the more, just your sound alone, the ripple effect, the waves. Yeah. That's, I just can't bring that up enough because, you know, I, like I said, I, I feel like uh, I was cheating with the, uh, with the stock. And I learned, you know, your stuff is gonna skyrocket here soon. And I found out, you know. Oh, man. And I was like, man. We're coming, man. We're coming, man. We're coming, man. We're sleeping, but we're coming. So when they wake up, it's, it's gonna be too late. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I ain't inside trading, you hear me? I ain't no Martha Stewart. Right, 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 <laughs> Big exactly. shout out to Martha Stewart. She a gangster. She took oh, her shit and went in and got out. <laughs> Changed the game, for sure. Better recognize. <laughs> No, but definitely, I want to make sure um, when we get off, I'll uh, send you a private link. And I definitely want you to vibe out with uh, Playgrounds. We got seven tracks on there. Uh, shout out to my guy, SK, AOSK, uh, Smashing the Track, uh, T Language, Natalie Cruz, everybody that was definitely a part of this project. There's definitely seven bangers vibes, one through seven, man, guaranteed. So, man, I'm going to ask you one more question about music, then we're going to transition into some of my segments, and then we'll come back to the music. But, you know, what is one goal that you want to accomplish for 2020 from your music? Definitely. From 2020, from my music, what I want to accomplish is uh, getting a major scene placement for the song, for it to really just kind of be able to take, you know, its own feet to another level that I just can't do. And uh, honestly, uh, I'm gonna, I want to get a gold plaque. Go so let me ask you this. When you say sync, are you referring to movie, film, TV? Are you talking about playlist that's curated on Apple, Spotify? Like, you know, when, when you say sync, yeah, how, yeah, how deep are you trying to deep yeah. into the sync? I mean, you are yeah. we going down the plumbing? We going, we tapping all the way in? Right, right. Water? I mean, yeah. underground, how, how far are we going? Yeah, yeah. Well, since you broke it down descriptive like that, honestly, it's both of those. You know, so right now we have gotten picked up for over um, 100 playlists so far on Spotify. Apple Music, we're like on about uh, 20 playlists right now. Um, Amazon Music, they've been showing more love. Even Napster and Tidal um, has been putting me on their front page. So like now, I don't know, man. Something's happening. Something that hasn't happened before, man. So all I can say is, you know, next 30, 60 days, you know, see what's, you know, see what happens. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, man, for the fans that are listening, you guys don't understand how humble and appreciative of this man is. Like, you, if you guys could just understand, well, you guys could see it, the, you know, on his face, he's like, man, this is going on. And it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it, I don't, I don't. It's, Number God, man, making all this happen. That's all I can say. And just on the daily, when I check my DM and constantly, like, new fans every day hitting me or hit me with a, a phrase from one of my songs or just send me a snippet of them showing them playing it on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, stuff like that. So that just makes me want to push even harder. Like, okay, man, I'm going to give you guys more content, more records. Um, 
more placements. I got a, I definitely, uh, I got a pilot that's uh, on the way. I will be here in Netflix. Uh, this year is just getting wrapped up right now, and uh, I'm super excited. Though. We've been, it's been in the works for the past two years. We're uh, actually about to. Like, you know, if you could land anywhere, like how it goes, Netflix is definitely a big stream hustler. Like, if they you can't, get there's no wrong there, with that, man. There's half a million streams. Like, yeah. you can't, no matter if it's on the main page, the the uh, independent film category, it doesn't matter. Once you're on there, it's just up to your job and your team and your fans to page that thing. Get it, get it up the charts. That's that's all you gotta do. You already got past half the battle. So I mean, once you're on the platform, put the work in. That's it. That's it. There's gotta go. So man, as man, because I could just keep, I could keep on talking to you all day about film, TV, music. I know I gotta put a break to it because the fans they gotta know, you know, the rest of this show. And ah, I got an awareness segment. And you know, it's nothing greater than hearing from your perspective in the situation. And uh, my awareness segment is police interaction. And I'm talking about the time the red and blue lights hit, that, that spotlight that they got from their hand reach hits the back of your neck and searches for the rest of the cars. And then following that, we have the blurp sound. And then once we're blurp, we're getting pulled over. And right. so, you know, I ask all my guests, favorite athletes, actors, producers, actresses, everybody, this question is, when's the last time you're pulled over? And what's some advice you can give to somebody that don't have someone in their corner to help them out in the situation when they get pulled over? Wow, that's funny you said that. I've, I've gotten pulled over by the police, like, on some deep stuff, like, four, like, major times in my life. But honestly, the last time was uh, early last year. It was in North Hollywood. Um, I was at a 24-hour fitness with a few of uh, my celebrity friends, um, you know, just hooping and stuff like that. It was like a Monday night. You know, it's like the best night to go and hoop and stuff. So I was like, let me go get my little exercise in. And I was leaving. So with my car, like the Mercedes that I had, um, it was, you know, all blacked out, all tinted out, you know, so I don't drive crazy or anything like that. So right when I pulled out and uh, when I was passing the orange line, I made a left. Uh, two cop cars pulled me over right away. You know, you know, tell me to take the car, you know, turn the car off, throw the keys out the window. I did that. And then, uh, you know, one guy came up on each side, started asking me questions. He was just like, yeah, man, your uh, car is all tinted. I said, yeah, man, my car's been tinted for years, man. Same car. I've never had a problem. Well, where are you coming from right now? Really just from the gym from with my sled friends, man. Uh, that's it, about to head home. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they, well, if everything checks out, We'll let you go and write you a ticket. I said, okay, cool. And to check everything out, license, everything was good. You were right, man. Everything, you know, panned out to what you were. I said, I said no problem. He's all like, he's like, good luck with you and your career. I said, thank you. Uh -huh. Specific time, it, it ended like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's, you know, appearances, I would say it's just as far as advice for, you know, artists or painters or wherever you are just when you kind of have those encounters just to really stay positive and respectable and just keeping your energy peaceful I think that's the most important thing because regardless of what type of day they might be having or if you just did something really illegal or just something like that 
regardless, don't give them the time of the day or to where you can just you can just tell like oh, I'm not feeling you, because then that's when they can take it into their hands and just you know make your life a, you know live in heaven. You know what I'm saying? So that's where and it can be hard, man. Sometimes because sometimes I'm just not in the mood or you feel like man, what you're doing, you know what you're doing is wrong, but at the same time, like. This is our everyday life. Unfortunately, we hope that things will continue to change, but it's not going to change until we change ourselves and do something within those moments. Uh, and that's so important. And, you know, a lot of people do like to use the word pride and put their pride away. But the reality is, you know, we do have to keep a set of calmness or a set of just injustice or whatever's going to happen. And a lot of like the OGs tell me that, you know, if they want to keep being more, you know, more additive, just end it and say, take me to jail. And, you know, if they, if they do, because it's, it's just either point A, point B, if you drag anything out, they're going to do something extra. So the best thing I've been told is to a lot of the OGs, they right. say, man, the best thing you can do, take me to jail. Don't say nothing else. Comply, comply, comply. They want to do extra, ass extra. Mm-hmm. I'll start. Take me to jail. They'll let you go instantly. OR 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 no paperwork because they don't want to do the paperwork. Nah, nah. That's 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 extra work for them and stuff that they just don't even want to deal with. Real talk. So <laughs> bruh, as we just went real serious, and so you know, that's just the whole awareness segment. It's important that on this platform I have that that we share the light, you know, on what happens in these situations. Because I've been there youngster that don't know what to do when they get pulled over. And we all getting done. And we all getting yanked out. And you know, that whole situation. And the next thing you know, you're talking about stuff you're not supposed to talk about. And boom, you're a juvenile in juvenile hall. Right, 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 right. Man, that's real. That's real, bro. So, you know, I try to influence that on my own history and embarking on, you know, the show. And I've learned that it's one, it's needed. And two, it's a great platform for it to be there. But now we gotta have fun. <laughs> I got this thing called Yes sir. I got this thing called Trading Places. And you ever seen the movie Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, they wake up and life's change? Yes. Yes. That was a classic. So that's where I got the whole idea from. And uh for you, my friend, I got two iconic people. They're women. And number one is question and number one is will it work? Question number two is what would life be like if these two women traded places here are your candidates Meg the Stallion is going to trade places with Britney Spears question number one will it work what do you mean do you think that Meg the Stallion can cross over into Britney Spears' body during that time and make it work? And can Britney Spears cross over into Meg the Stallion's body and make it work? When we're talking about in, the, in their era, in their eras, right? Yes. I would say no for Meg the Stallion back in that time because I just don't know if they would have been ready for that. Not saying that she couldn't. It's just... I don't know. I guess Britney back then, you gotta understand, she was the America's sweetheart too. You know what I'm saying? So I just felt like both of them, for in their era, they're just they're their own beasts. Like they can't be touched. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I, if I answered your question. 
<laughs> so he was like, no, it's not gonna work because they just that can't be replicated the same way because they came up two different ways. But I mean, just for a sense of fun, what would be one thing different if they did trade in places? Do you think that Britney Spears would have really had the whole hot girl summer the way that that Megan Stallion did? And do you think the world would have caught fire with a blonde uh, hair, blue eyed chick saying that? Or or do you think going back in the day, do you think everybody would enjoy saying it's, Meg, it's Megan baby instead of Britney? Oh, okay. I'm going to tell you this for both ways, just because how both of them are an artist and how hard they go and they're both entertainers i feel if it was a reverse for britney she still would have did her thing and still would have killed it and twerk sessions and all types of stuff still would have been crazy on stage just like if it was a reverse for megan and stallion and just her just bringing her gritty to the game i still feel they would have still had some type of impact Cause they're just characters, man. So it's just like, facts. you know what I'm saying? They're gonna do something. They're gonna do something. Mm. Okay, you survived trading places. <laughs> Let's see if you're gonna survive this next one. It's called Impulse Q&A. And this is from a fan perspective. I got like questions on cards, but the company oh, don't came ready. ready. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is the show. You know, Uncle Snoop's army ain't getting behind no bullshit. Nah, you right about that, man. You right about that. But, you know, back to the show. So I got uh, pretty much the whole idea is impulse Q&A. Give me impulse answers. And you have the option to pass, but you got to answer at least three questions. And okay. so, uh, yeah, it's pulled random. And here we go. Question number one. Serious question. Do you count your steps? Sometimes, yeah. I do. Now, do you trip out on days where you do like 10, 20,000 steps? And do you get upset when you go like 20 or 100, 200 steps a day? He's trying to control himself. <laughs> Here and there, once in a while. He said, when I got time to analyze it, I do. Uh, yeah, it depends on what's going on. All right, question number two. What happened on your worst date? My worst date? What happened on my worst date? He said I passed. Question number two. What's the funniest name you can think for a pet? You got to call it. Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> Come here, Gilbert. Come here. Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> Bring your ass over here. Get down. Get down. That part. Hey, so what pet would that be? Would that be like a monkey, a cat, a dog, a lizard, a snake? Yeah, a little something more on the edge. Probably, or even a uh, guinea pig. Interesting. A little different, you know. He said, you know, shit. I hear Gilbert. Thing. I just hear something kind of just fat and chunky. I don't know why. <laughs> he 
kind of late. Kind of lazy. He don't like doing too much. He in the shade all day. Mm-hmm. Question number three: What is the dumbest way you've been injured? Oh man! Oh, definitely. Uh, in the game, in a basketball basketball game, um, they pass the ball, and when I catch it, sometimes I'll kind of just hit the top of the tips. Jam, jam, jam! It could, you already know. And it's just un- unnecessary pain in the moment and really later, really feel it later. When you're in the moment, you know, you're just in the game, not really thinking about it, but feel it later. <laughs> yeah, when that shit be throbbing later, they be like, damn it, how come I didn't open my fingers wide enough? How come I didn't lift my palm up? Exactly, yeah. Man, look at you, you survive in post Q&A as well. Man, getting through. Hey, hey, hey. Now, this is the part where I'm like, man, we talked a little bit about Playground. Uh, let me know what else you're excited for. You know, let's let's hear what's, what's on your mind where you like, man, I can't wait for this to come. Man, I mean, well, for one, uh, when it comes to this whole, just this, this whole COVID and everything, man, just not only just things, I don't know if things will be back to normal, but just going to work, people can can operate again outside, man. And um, man, I just want to go back to performing, man. I miss performing. I had shows lined up, and especially out here in Los Angeles, like I, I love the shows out here because that's where it started. And I just I want to be able to go back to performing, man, for for, for the crowds. That's that's a major thing for me. But as far as the rest of this year, um, we're gonna be uh, doing the music videos for Playgrounds. Uh, I'm working on actually a new project. Uh, it's gonna be a basketball film that's uh, actually in the works right now. Uh, so we're actually gonna start having script readings for that coming up soon. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's 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 the idea right now, man. Pushing this project, dropping visuals, uh, new projects on the way, man. And uh, I've been actually getting a lot of collabs coming in lately from new artists that's been finding me on their Spotify and saying that they, they like my sound and they want to collab. So uh, definitely gonna be um, gonna be knocking out my first Spanish song uh, coming up. Uh, shout out to your legs. So that's gonna be dope. Gonna be you know, something real dope for for both sides. And I'll be singing in English and in Spanish. Uh, so I'm just excited, man. Just different different projects in the works. And uh, the work don't stop for me, man, regardless if, uh, if it's put out right in front of them or not. Man, because I'm not going to lie to you. That was one of my questions to you was going to be about, you know, your name, LJ. Because, I mean, was that mean you got some reggaeton hits that I don't know about? Or, you know, what's what's what what's the background on that? And then right, you right, right. pretty much gave me a summary, like, no, I got a Spanish song coming. Right, right, right. And the, and the thing was where LJ came from, basically it's my, Jerome Elliott Woods is my full name. So it really, it's, it spells Jew technically. But uh, my nickname growing up has always been L. You know what I'm saying? My mom says, well, I was a baby. Mom was supposed to call me L running around the house. So uh, at school, you know, in high school and all that, you know, it was always J, J Rome or something like that. You know, so then all you do is kind of just put it together and it was just like entertainment me and the real me and just 
credit. Man, big salute to mom. Yeah, yeah, Boz made that. Shout out to Boz. Uh, man. So, this is how I do this. You know, the show's been pretty unique. Some of the same questions that you may hear in other places, but they're not done like me. This different. It's unique. And I was like, how the hell do I, you know, close out my show? My listeners know this coming. And, you know, I asked my guests this question, and the whole idea is to catch you off guard. So, you got any questions for me? Man. How long have you been doing this for? To be very honest, like doing the interviews? Yeah. December 2019. I'm dead wow. ass, bro. Dead ass. Yeah. But I, in college, you I have a season, bro. You sound seasoned, like, like, like you've been doing this. Like, I've been on a lot of different interviews, bro. Even as a kid, I've been, so I can usually kind of pick it up. So you sound. That's dope, bro. That's what you do. <laughs> Bro, I've been carving my way into it. I've been in the music industry for like 12 years, bro. And, you know, trying to do other things and stuff didn't work, but I developed a lot of relationships. And those relationships have really helped me propel into, you know, me understanding my gifts and all the stories I would get. And riding on buses and public transportation and people telling me their large stories and me relating to so many different people, I didn't really understand that was a gift. You know, communication and journalism and, you know, eventually that whole light went off like, man, I want to be on the radio. And they told me no at the radio. I know someone that has a show at the radio. And they told me no. I know right. someone else that's on the channel. They told me no. Okay. I want to be a part of this podcast because, you know, I recognize what they're doing wrong. They told me no. So, you know what? I'm going to turn all these no's into my own yes for myself. And, you know, the way how destiny works and how we talked about it for your career, you know, right. it's been good to me. God's been good to me. And great, man. I, I can't complain. Like, you know, like I said, us as humans, sometimes we do and don't appreciate the little things. But like I said, we get those wake up calls, and it's just like, okay, well, let me keep grinding. You know, God, God, take care of me. So let me, let me not, let me not act out. <laughs> yeah, let that sweat just be from hard work, not from stress. Right. That part. That part. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, bro, I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. Let me ask this one more time. You got any more questions for me? Shoot, man. Uh, not off top, but I definitely, after this, we gotta stay in contact. I like just said, we gotta stay with everything for sure. That's just about it, yeah. Man, it's Contrast Uncut, season three, episode seven. Man, I've had the pleasure of really rocking and getting some history, getting some growing up R&B, getting some popular music, some conversation that, you know, you ain't gonna get nowhere else other than here, contrast and effect. You know, big shout out to Bobby Lee Presents and Uncle Snoop Army. And I gotta give a huge shout out to LJ for stopping through and, you know, lacing everybody on the show, man. I appreciate you, brother. Everybody, relationship, longevity, and get you further than a check. And a dollar Hey, I got your number though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me, man. And then, yeah, bro, let's, 
You know, if you need anything, let me know. And then if you need to be a delivery if you need shit, I do videos, I do all the shit, man. It's just whatever you need, man. Just have videos. Yes, sir. I direct videos. Uh, I do all the treatments. You feel me? Medicine. I work for decades. Decades is before you two shorts are. We was lost boys, Mr. Okay, Cheeks, yeah, love. Feel like I'm the one. Uh, bum, skibbity bum. Quest love on a drum. From the roots of black thoughts. Are you bishop or you killed? On the roof for the juice. You need, man. Let's go. Got me reminiscing okay, over you. I had that one. <laughs> Done. Mom deal. Finish it. Right now. Bet, bro. I appreciate you, bro. I'm going to send you, bro. Double L, cool J. Time still ticking, though. Big clock, flavor flavor. That's a public enemy. They see me coming up. I be verse. I'm going flip. Most squad bust a bust. Feel like Pocky, keep your head up. Biggie shooting juicy. Coach is still alive. Just let me prove. King, nigga. Right there, there you go. Another episode of Contrast Uncut. Make sure if you enjoyed it, you leave a comment below. You hit some like buttons. You hit some uh, subscribe. You go ahead and hit share if you want to. Say something nice or say something you don't want to say at all. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Comment below. Did, did you tell him to subscribe? Yeah, subscribe. I know I said it, but he's subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You know, be a part of the family. Contrast Uncut. The best way to be a part of the family is in the know. Turn on your notifications and hit that subscribe. Thank you.